We're talking doulas, birth, babies, and business. <laughs> but don't worry, you don't have to have been involved in any of those things in order to enjoy this conversation. Let's go. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. This is your home for hearing phenomenal stories from amazing businesswomen from all over the world, across a ton of different industries, who are here to share about their business experiences, the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the good parts, the bad parts, so that you can not only connect and know that not only are you not alone in business, uh, but they are here to share some really great strategies on how they've built their businesses. So really great things for you to take home to your own company. So seeing as though we are wrapping up an awesome 2015, I wanted to give you a special gift to be able to bring in 2016 and experience the totality of 2016 in a massive, awesome, super cool way, which means um, I want to give you something very cool that is going to help your business really explode. So the question that I have asked a few of you is, um, do you have a business plan? And sometimes I get blank stares back and sometimes I have an absolutely, I have the giant robust business plan that I'm working on and both of those answers are totally awesome. So what I want to share with you, and literally I'm only sharing this because um, it's something that I do for myself personally for for Biz Women Rock and uh, a friend of mine nudged me when I shared it with her. And she said, you know what, you need to share this with people because even just what you've set up and the way you've set it up is so helpful for people and it's very easy. So I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing my business plan with you and how I do my super simple business plan because I think it would be a really good resource for you. So if you have your business plan in your head or you're terrified of having to do a business plan because you feel like it's going to take forever then you definitely want to pay attention to this video, okay? I have created a a video for you that literally goes through my business plan and my financial plan and how it's very, very easy. I promise you I've spent like an hour on this plan, uh, on the business plan and the financial plan. And the reason that I wanted to create something for myself and the reason I want to share it with you is because I really believe that spending – focused but minimal time on the business plan is awesome so that you can get on to kicking butt in your business, like actually taking action on that plan, okay? Uh, This is not the plan that you're going to get mired up in all of those details. This is the plan that you get focused on what you want and then create the plan on how to do it and then push it aside and get busy doing it. So here's how you're going to access that information, okay? You're going to go into the Facebook groups, uh, in our Facebook group, Uh, which is Biz Women Rock. If you're not yet a part of our private Facebook group, make sure that you go to Facebook and type in Biz Women Rock and and you will see the uh, the access to the group. I will let you in right away. And it's going to be posted in there from now until the end of 2015. It's a video. It's a 20-minute video that I have for you going through step-by-step how I do my business and financial plan. And it's going to give you links to get a free template, two free templates that I use, the financial plan and the business plan, totally yours for free that you can take and use for yourself. Um, so all you have to do is watch that video 
uh, and get the information and get your business plan out of your head. Get your business plan somewhere real and tangible so you can see it in a way that doesn't take up a ton of time. So go join the group. This is posted as of today. Uh, So go join the group and make sure that you watch that video and get your free templates and get all that information to get your business plan going for 2016 so you can kick butt. All right, let's go. Okay, so you obviously love podcasts because you're listening to this right now. So if you are thinking of starting your own podcast or you are a podcaster and in either one of those scenarios, you want to access very relevant and actionable podcasting information to grow your podcast business and you want to hang out with other awesome podcasters, then you don't want to miss PodFest 2016. It's happening in my backyard in Tampa, Florida. So use as an excuse to come out and see me. I would love to have you there. Uh, I have the honor of speaking next to such incredible podcasters like Dave Jackson of the School of Podcasting. He's like one of the godfathers of podcasting. Um, Glenn the Geek. Glenn is the founder of the Horst Radio Network, which is one of the largest networks. He's going to talk all about his network of podcasts. Justin Crossley, who has the Brewing Network. I am going to be there um, talking on a panel of about women in podcasting with the amazing Natalie Ekdahl of the Biz Chicks podcast, Liz Covart of Ben Franklin's World, and then we also have... Uh, Jeff Brown, who has the Read to Lead podcast. Those are just a few of the speakers that we have coming in to be able to give you the best and most up-to-date and relevant and actionable podcasting information and education. Um, And let's be honest, just being around other podcasters is, I, I can't even put into words what that is worth. Being around other people who get podcasting, who want to learn about podca- podcasting, who are interested in growing their podcasts. So this is happening February 26th and 27th in Tampa, Florida. That's the 26th and 27th of 2016. Just go to podfest.us and you can find out all of the information there. And guess what? There's actually going to be a special Thursday session on the 25th just called Podcasting 101. So if you're brand new to podcasting or maybe you're within your first year of podcasting, There's going to be specific education and teachers uh, all designed to help you out to get that podcast started, to help you in that first year of development of your podcast. And then we go into all of the main stuff over the 26th and 27th. It's going to be amazing. I would love to see you there. Go to podfest.us to get all the information and to sign up today. Woo! All right. So by the time you are listening to this, It is December of 2015, and I have a young, little, almost two-month-old little baby. And uh, But at the time I recorded this, I was six and a half months pregnant. So uh, the fact that we're talking about doulas and the business of doulaship, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to use it, um, is very pertinent to me uh, at this particular time in my life. But listen, if you're not pregnant, doesn't matter. This is still a tremendous business conversation. And here's why. Because Alice Turner, who uh, is the owner of YourDoulaBag.com, she's also started uh, YourDoulaBiz.com and 100% Doula. The overriding theme of the entire conversation is how she really focused in on a very unique niche, um, obviously, because she had an interest in it. She was a doula before she launched any of these businesses. 
Um, but just how successful you can be if you really niche down, niche down, niche down. So here are a few of the major highlights that you can expect. Number one, how to spend your energy marketing to the few in order to get the many. And you'll know what I mean as we go into this conversation. Very brilliant, efficient way to be able to market yourself and how to strategically continue building out businesses slash resources that your niche market is asking for. She has done a brilliant job of doing that. So you're gonna hear all about the doula experience and building out businesses that support and give resources to doulas and how she's done all that and everything in between uh, through this conversation with Alice. So let's get going. Alice, what is going on, girl? Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm very excited too. So I had mentioned this to you before and you know uh, from being a listener of the show, but so as of this moment which is July 2015, I am six and a half months pregnant. By the time y'all get to hear this conversation, I will have a two, like a month or two month old baby. So I'm in the middle of everything that you deal with every day. That's right. Um, and so I was so, it's so ironic how like all of my interviews are lining up to be like exactly like so purposeful right now. So you are absolutely in that lineup. So I'm really excited to be able to share you with everyone and especially your business story with everyone. So let's start off with this because I want to make sure everyone's on the same playing field. Can you explain what a doula actually is and what he or she does? <laughs> yes, I would love to. Uh, so a doula, I like to describe it as a sort of a match between a personal trainer and a wedding planner for birth. So That's a good or, description. Or, yeah, yeah. So it's someone okay. who, yeah, so a doula, and this is a birth doula. So there's two types of doulas. There's a birth doula and a postpartum doula. Oh. I, I do the birth doula work, which is someone who helps you have the birth that you want. So really meeting with a uh, couples before like in that pre-planning kind of thinking about helping them define the, the birth that they want okay and then when labor starts joining them when they need when they're ready and then doulas support you all the way through the birth of the baby and a couple hours after and just we we provide so you know we're like a coach we are looking at your objectives and trying to give suggestions provide uh, comfort measures um, help communicate with the the staff that you're working with, your care providers. So mm -hmm. we're not doing any kind of medical procedures gotcha. at all. You it's guys are really, like the advocate, like the yeah, like, like in the medical space that would be called like the the healthcare advocate. You know, totally, gotcha. Totally. Yep, and we, you know, we've got your back. So we're always kind of looking out for you. You know, whether that would be something simple like closing the door after somebody comes in, to maybe making sure if you are breathing really fast to help you breathe at a steady rate. Gotcha. So yeah, and everything in between. How cool. And then the postpartum doulas are the ones who kind of handle the aftermath of, you know, once you've had the baby now, now they kind of walk you through how to now take care of your baby and kind That's of supporting exactly. you through that. That's right. And, and supporting your recovery as well. So making sure that you're, you know, um, getting enough nutrition, you know, helping you with certain new baby care things like teaching bath and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So now that we're all on the same page as to what it actually is, how in the world did you get interested in becoming a doula in the first place? Yeah, it is. It's a fun story that I, I do enjoy because it's not typical. I have a uh, my education is and I have an engineering degree with a computer science um, background. 
And that was really where I was headed, though I always liked the healthcare profession. But um, after the birth of my second child, I had a friend who was also pregnant with her second, and her husband was transferred. He was only able to come back for two weeks right around the due date. And wow. if the baby didn't come uh, during those, that time he was in town, then he was going to miss the birth. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, so she was really panicked and thought, I need to have someone else ready to step in. And um, I had had two personal kind of different birth experiences. So she thought, okay, well, Alice has seen a couple different types of birth. Will you, you know, be that person for me? And I just, it was like, I had never had ever thought about doula as a career until that moment. And when I started working with her and just talking to her about what she wanted, I got so excited. I mean, it was an awesome feeling. And then her husband came back and she actually had the baby when he was in town. Yay. Good job, baby. <laughs> Yay. I know. That's exactly. a real fear. <laughs> I know. It's true. Yeah. It was so perfect for them and so absolutely sad and devastating for me because I really wanted to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very happy for them, but I was so sad. And then I realized, oh, wait, I think that is a job. And mm -hmm. at the time, that was 10 years ago. I'm at my 10-year anniversary and in Atlanta where I live there weren't many doulas so you didn't hear about it much mm -hmm. um but when I sat down the path I knew that that uh, I was in the right place and definitely that was my passion so did you start from there right away like kind of building up clientele or how I mean how do you build a doula business yeah, well, I went through a training program. So there's different trainings where you are learning mostly just the skills of being a doula. And so I went ahead and did that, which is uh, like a training weekend, lots of reading, some writing and all that. Uh, and then, yeah, you just kind of jump in there. And it is, it's a bit difficult because you have to find clients, figure out how to, how to run your own business. And I... Yeah, I was, I, I had ran into a few stumbling blocks along the way and definitely a, a lot of doulas experience what I did in that people don't know the profession. And so there's a lot of, you know, what are you doing kind of moment? Yeah, a lot of education yeah. that you have to do first before, you know, you're in order for you to kind of get in front of the right people. Yes, yes, right. So when it's a little bit hard, if first you have to educate the consumer that they, there's a need and then, you know, try to convince them. So, yeah. So how many, like, how long did you kind of run your own doula business before you started your doula bag? So I was doing that about five years okay. before I started your doula bag. So yeah. a, a quick question, because, the, you know, they're definitely being a doula and kind of having a doula business is definitely its own unique thing. But it, it's something kind of akin to sort of being a consultant or any type of solopreneur who's doing kind of a service based business. So I'm very curious to know how what was your best and most effective kind of lead generation strategy? How did you how did you end up getting the most amount of people coming into you? Yeah, my I. I, while I had a website and everything, my best strategy was really connecting with um, with certain practices and certain um, OB practices. Mm -hmm. So if I had a really good birth experience with a client at a practice, I would make sure that I followed up with the doctor that I worked with and let them know that, you know, hey, it was great working with you and here's my information if you have anybody else that might be in need of a doula, I'd love for you to 
you know, suggest me. And that was a great, that once I got sort of on the list or my name out there in a couple of different practices, things started really rolling. Right. And then after that, it's definitely word of mouth. I mean, friends telling their friends is, is huge. I have a whole network of friends that, you know, used me and then their friends and it's like a little web of people. Right. Yeah. I'm curious to know who exactly is a doula's target market. Um, because it's not just any pregnant person. It's not anyone who's planning to get pregnant. I mean, it's a very nailed down niche type of a person. So who is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Well, I, I mean, my belief is that everyone really deserves a doula, no matter what kind of birth they're looking at. But I would say if you wanted to have pick a type that, of um, client is really somebody who has a strong pref has strong preferences about the way they would like their birth to go and would like know and they know that they need some help in, in achieving that mm. and really want that extra support that extra guidance so yeah yeah and anyone that that realizes it just like I guess you know and that's in that way it's kind of like a wedding planner where you could certainly get married without a wedding planner right right but you know, a wedding planner can guide you to the right, you know, restaurants and places and, you know, they sort of know the way. And right. so it's the same with a doula, like doulas have been there before. And so unlike, you know, a partner is a great support for birth, but they've never been there before. So mm -hmm. if, if something like say labor slows down, the partner can certainly be supportive, but the doula can say, oh, let's try this, this and that. So God, uh, yeah, anyone who kind of realizes that or says, Oh, that's, you know, I think that would be helpful. Then that's sort of the type that looks for a doula. Very, very cool. So, um, so you spent five years building up your doula business. What was it that made you launch your doula bag.com? Yeah, well, I so I'm an online shopper, I, I love to, you know, shop online and much rather do that than be at a mall. And I would always look for things to add to my bag. So doulas usually have a bag of things, tools, and um, different things that they bring to a birth. And I always would keep Googling, like in five years, where, you know, what's out there? What's, is there anything just for doulas? And I never found anything. And then I was actually pregnant at the time with my fourth baby. And I was just sitting there thinking, oh, gosh, why won't someone do this? <laughs> and then I realized, wait, I, that could be me. So. <laughs> <laughs> that lovely realization, like, oh, I need to fulfill this niche. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, right when you're pregnant is a great time to of start. Of course. Of course. So, you would yeah. actually, the funny part is, is you would not believe how many women I've had on this show who literally either started kind of developing their company while they were pregnant or literally launched it while they were pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. gosh, way to go. <laughs> I know. I believe that. I think, you know, at pregnancy just adds another dimension to your life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you launched, uh, you launched your doulabag.com. Talk a little bit about how that's structured. What is your business model with that? And um, what do you provide there? Yeah. So it's an e-commerce site and we provide mostly physical products. Uh, we do things for your doula bag, like tools, like labor massage oil or um, massagers. We have the actual bags. We do our most popular product is a cover for the ball. So like the big exercise ball, we mm -hmm. do a cover so that doulas can carry it really easily. Okay. 
It's fabric. Yep. And so those kind of tools. And then we have fun stuff because I like to celebrate the profession. I, I absolutely love it. And most doulas that you talk to are very passionate about their profession. So we do fun things like t-shirts and pins and bumper stickers and all that kind of thing. You have so these we, cute you have these cute pillows too that are like one's like a uterus pillow, yeah. one's like a placenta pillow. I was like, all right. <laughs> I know, so passionate I know. We, about about their profession. We are. We're we are a passionate bunch. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. So and then we I also we're doing some digital products, some like handouts that doulas can use for their customers uh, when they're working with clients and um, a sample contract. So we are also uh, just this year kind of working on some digital products as well. So what I'm super curious about is the fact that you going into not only an e-commerce business, but now your market is completely different. You're not going after pregnant people at all. You are going after a doula. You're going after fellow doulas. So um, talk about, especially in the beginning, how did you how did you make sure that you were getting your website and your products in front of the right people? And how did you figure that out? Because that's a complete shift in market. Yes, definitely. So when I, in 2009, when I create, you know, came up with a site, at the same time, there was a doula conference going on in Atlanta that year. So I saw that that was coming up and it was a doula organization that I trained with and they have a, you know, a fairly good sized conference for doulas. And I thought, you know, this is, I need to seize the day, get this site up, bring it to this conference and see what happens, you know, and, and just have that contact with people. Are they, you know, do they seem like they're interested in the products that I sell? And, um, you know, is this going to work? So that was the start. And the crazy part about it is that it didn't really go as well as I had hoped. But really? Yeah. Like what does that really, mean? Like, well, and I want to have a clear picture here. Does this mean that you, yeah. got, like, you got a table at the conference or you're, yeah. okay, so, so you literally had a very physical and mathematical way to see who was interested, who was coming over to your table, who was dropping business cards, who was buying stuff. So, so what does that mean that you said that it didn't go as well as you wanted? Well, I guess I would say that I was hit with some um, negativity from some of the, the attendees at the conference that I really wasn't expecting. Like I knew that I might have might run into people buying or not buying, but I didn't realize that there was going to be kind of a visceral reaction to my having a shop. So there, I had a few um, few doulas that that said, you know, you don't need tools to be a good doula. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. And, and, and those were some of the really vocal people that I ran into the first time, the first sort of outing, you know, in, in person. And yeah, that was a little rough, but but I had enough people that did seem to have a positive reaction, and I had some fairly good sales. So that was that was sort of the first my first foray into trying to find my market. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I really started to work with trainer the doula trainers that were doing. Uh, training programs and trying to connect with them, whether they could uh, give out my information to the new doulas or mm-hmm. mention me in class, I would send them some free products and that kind of thing. And that was that was kind of the main strategy in just starting to get out there. I, I want to be able to identify for everyone listening, because I think this is absolutely brilliant, brilliant and something that you may or may not be conscious of the fact that you're doing. But 
um, I'm seeing that both in your doula business as well as uh, the e-commerce business, what you did is go to the influencers who have the people that you're looking for instead of, or maybe even in addition to, going to the end user one by one. So, I mean, going to the medical professionals in the you know in your doula business, and then with the e-commerce business, going to the people who influence the doulas on a regular basis. That is just so smart. It's very, it's like, you know, kill multiple birds with one stone kind of a, a theory. Like yeah. it really works well. If you develop a really great relationship, then you become the go-to person for, hey, you guys need this. And, you know, now they're talking, they've expanded your network considerably just by being able to build one great relationship. Oh, it's so important. I mean, really, I, I totally agree that one, working on one really solid relationship is, just key. And then from there, you know, trying to work on the next one, I think, is has been a, a really big for my business. So how have you how have you continued to grow um, the e commerce business that your com? How have you continued to make sure traffic is coming to that site? What are some of the strategies that you're using that are really working well for you for for getting people there? Yeah, so uh, social media has been a big one. I, I'm totally an addict love Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and uh, try to be really regular with that. And then just uh, producing content. So I like to put together videos and blog posts and, you know, just bringing people there with content uh, are right now my two main strategies. Gotcha. Very, very yeah. nice. Okay, so now we talk about traffic. What about conversion? How do you know, and maybe talk about a few of the lessons that you've learned on what doesn't work, but how do you, what's going on on your website where you have been able to optimize conversion, where you know, okay, now I'm driving all these people there. What are they experiencing? What are they doing? When are they buying? How are they buying? How much are they buying? Uh, talk a little bit about those numbers and analytics. Yeah, um, I would say, so I, I also do a fair amount of email marketing. So mm -hmm. I'll send out a, a newsletter. Uh, I have a growing list and that is going pretty well. So I, I do see when I am, you know, I've been testing that like with email, if I add content that brings value to the doula. So they're, you know, they're able to learn something new and maybe a product is included or uh, a product is more information about how to use a product that I find that conversion is better than if I'm just talking about a new product. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. So that's been working pretty well. Um, and then I've done some Facebook marketing, Facebook ads as well. So, you know, you, you can get a good insight into how that's going. And I, it's an area that I definitely want to use more because there are tons of doulas out there on Facebook of course, mm -hmm. everyone's on Facebook, but, um, they're easy, you know, fairly easy. It's because my market is such a, a you know, small, smaller niche. It is, I find it pretty easy to find doulas out there. Um, whereas, you know, if I were targeting maybe pregnant women, that's, they're, they're everywhere and they're hard to kind of focus in on, but I, I feel like I know the market well, like which um, images are going to resonate with them, what quotes are going to resonate. And just over the last 10 years, I feel like I've, you know, learned a lot about that. Yeah. Well, it helps that you are your target market. I mean, not, yeah. not everyone gets to say that, but you definitely do. Like you, you you were looking for and, you know, have the same needs and pain points that your target market has. So that definitely helps in the translation of the marketing. 
Exactly. And I still, I'm still an active doula. So I think that also helps because, you know, especially with social media, you know, I will talk about, oh, I was just at this birth and this, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so. And, you know, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not out of it trying to talk about it. I, I'm in the trenches. Right. So. Now, what's really fascinating to me is that you continue to fulfill the need that your very niche audience is looking for and that they have. Um, You have launched now two different businesses on top of your doulabag.com. You've launched your doulabiz.com. And then the other one I want you to talk about as far as your membership site. But can you explain what each of these are and why you started them? Like what, what need did you fulfill in the marketplace? Yes, I would love that. So your doula biz was really... I also fulfilling my own need and that was having it, it. So it's a site of really a contact management site for doulas and it's specific in that it includes all of the questions that we would ask our clients and uh, a way to manage when we're on call. And that's the software as a service. And I created that in 2011 and it's, re- it's really my two worlds colliding. Yeah, so, no kidding. programmer and doula whoever thought that those two two things would collide (laughs) I know it did in a product yeah yeah so I so I launched that and I did the database behind the scenes and then I had a I hired a programmer that I used to work with and he did all the front end for me so I really wanted to meet the business need of the doula Uh, I know that I was have you know I had a big spreadsheet and it really wasn't effective and managing data and I knew that other doulas were you know kind of cobbling together a system of paper files and spreadsheets. And so I wanted to provide a solution for them. So that's where that came from. And, and, what's and then been, uh, uh-huh. just a couple of questions about that. What has been the success of that? Like what's some of the feedback that you've gotten, um, you know, or people is this, have you gone through a couple iterations based on, you know, the usage of it? Like what, what is the feel out there within sort of the doula marketplace as far as your, uh, your software goes? Yeah. So, the the users that get in there and use it regularly are very happy. And I, I love to get those emails from people that say, this is great. And, you know, this is solving my needs. But it, it really takes somebody to use the system. Right. And it sounds that sounds really silly, right, that you're not going to like it if you don't use it. But um, that's, you know, that's how it is with most software, yep. or, you know, products that you really have to use them. And I, I would... I'm working on, so that's one challenge is just, you know, getting doulas out there to really use them. And the other challenge I have is that I've had a lot of requests for an app because, of course, we're on our phones and everybody loves an app. And I I was really hesitant to create an app because of so many stories I heard about the expense and I just didn't have that. So I I bootstrapped my company and I, I just didn't want to go down a black hole developing an app right but we are developing an app (laughs) so an an iphone app yeah and app development has changed a lot in the last few years that Mm -hmm. has made it more affordable so yeah that should launch in a couple months i'm i'm excited about it and see i'm i want definitely want to provide the doula customers of mine a little more hand holding i think you know, and, and just helping them adopt that new system. So I think that that was a place that as a computer person myself, I, you know, launched it thinking that it, 
it is very easy to use to me, but it's not to everyone if you're not used to, you know, using a program to right. manage your data, if you're a paper person. So, right. Hey, yeah, I, yeah. Ha- I hated QuickBooks when I first started using it. I couldn't, my mind right. did not, my mind thinks in spreadsheets. So I was like, ah, I don't, I can't see all, all, everything. But you know, like once you start using it, then you get really accustomed to it. So I totally get it. Yeah, um, exactly. A couple of questions about uh, developing and sort of the execution of a software as a service. Um you, you know, you definitely had the skill set to be able to put all that together. But there are definitely people out there who are recognizing that there's this need for software within their space. Um, and one thing that always fascinates me is the fact, that, you know, like kind of what the business model is around it. How do you charge yeah. for it? How much, you know, all that sort of stuff. So what kind of um, I'm, I'm looking at your website right now as far as, you know, the, the cost of it. It is nominal. I mean, it's very, very low price and comparatively yeah. to, you know, some other let's even say like business CRMs and things like that. So for being something that's so niched and uh, uniquely created for this uh, market, it's very, very affordable. What? Um, what, if any, challenges have you had in selling it? Meaning, you know, are people, um, um, I'm having pregnancy brain. I can't remember the exact <laughs> term for this, Not but like how, how long are people staying in? Is there a drop-off rate? Or right. uh, once people right. come in, sure. are they there yeah. for a long time? Like wh- what is that turnaround rate, if at all? Or what biggest yeah. challenges are you having in actually getting people to, to get on board with it? Yes, yes. So, I mean, I think it's, a, a software as a service is a great business model. So if people have ideas, I encourage you to explore that because I think, you know, having that regular income is really nice and having a customer, but yeah, you've got to keep them in there. And I mean, my, my challenge, I, I see, I don't know my exact numbers, but I have many users that have been in from the beginning. And then I have others that will sign up and never enter any data. And then of mm-hmm. course they're not going to re-sign up. Right. So yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's it is something that I would like to put more time into and really help, you know, help doulas get the value. And and it is the other thing about a software as a service, you know, it's an affordable price and I a- almost feel like it, it's not expensive enough that people remember to use it. You know, mm. you kind of hear about that sometimes like yeah, That's true. If the program is really cheap, like it's a $5 program, well, I can buy it and never use it. But yeah. if I invested 500 in it, of course, I'm going to open it every day, you know, so it's it but it's hard because my market, you know, doulas, we don't make a ton of money, we right. have a really strange business model in that we can only accept a certain number of clients a month. And then we're kind of tapped out because we're on call. And, and so tr- trying to make a living as a doula is hard and, and not and, and challenging financially. So I have to also be mindful of that when I create a product. So now let's let's let that transition into the next um, kind of iteration of your business and next need that you're fulfilling. You created a membership site um, and products and all that sort of stuff. Talk a little bit about what that's all about and what because that I think you said you just launched it in February and you're having a relaunch in September of 2015. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that and what that entails. Oh, awesome. So I noticed after, so I regularly, since that first conference, I regularly try to exhibit and attend conferences that where the doulas are going to be, because I want to, you know, have that in person, uh, just to just to chat with them, see what they need and that kind of thing. And I, at the last couple meetings, I noticed that the doulas that I talked to really wanted to talk to me about business 
you know, questions and not so much about, you know, the products that I had on my table. Right. They would say, you know, say like, well, tell me about when you first started or how do you juggle your kids? I know you have four kids and, and, you know, they wanted to hear more about the business. And that was really that light bulb moment that I thought, oh, maybe I, I, I can do something more than products and, and share and help other doulas. And so um, I really, you know, gave it some thought and tried to figure out what the, the needs were out there and created a program. It's called 100% Doula. And right now, the it's an online training course and with a membership component with the uh, community and it is really a foundation for doulas to get their their businesses off or readjusted onto the right track so really giving them some basic skills on uh, how to grow their clients uh, with you know different types of networking how to manage their their clients how to do you know websites branding all those real core business ideas Got it. Yeah. So, so you did you did a soft launch in February? Is that right? That's right. Okay, yes. gotcha. So, how like what's your vision on what you really want this thing to be and how it will be structured? Yeah. Well, I, I actually, you know, just with the after working on this training and working with the current members and really doing more content and blogging and videos, I, I've been loving that. I really love providing value in that way. And it's, it's a lot while the products I think are good. Uh, it's it's more exciting to add value to doulas and help them, um, with their business. So I can help them with the product, but helping them with actual, you know, knowledge and systems and ideas is, is really where I see my business going. So, um, yeah, so the next few years, probably, uh, trying to wrap everything up under 100% doula so that it, it can be a site for doulas to go to to get everything they need to really support them in their business. Right. And that's really my that's really my why. Like I want it's hard to be a, it is a hard job to be a doula. It's strange, you know, a lot of your market has no idea what what you do and you're on your own usually. So it is it actually has a pretty high burnout rate. And I don't want that. Like, I want doulas to be able to do what they love and make a living out of it. Okay. So in my way, if I can help do that, that's that. then I've reached my goal. Mm, I love that. Now, I want to ask just uh, one or two more questions about how you actually do it all, because you do have four kids. And <laughs> not only do you still practice as a doula, but you have three other businesses that you have created out of this. Uh, you know, like what are yeah. you doing to manage everything and to make sure that you're spending time on the things that you really need to get done in order to move everything forward, but still being a great mom and, you know, great partner and, you know, how are oh, you yeah. doing all of this? Yeah, it's craziness. Um, well, it, it helped a lot that all that my lap, my fourth child started full time school, uh, just in August of 2014. Okay. So that was huge. I mean, I, I would say that I've, my, my business has made leaps and bounds since then. I'll, I had a lot of ideas that were just kind of put on the back burner, knowing that I would have all kids in school full time, you know, at some point, and then I could really devote a lot of time to the business. So, um, so that helps. Summer is, is challenging, and I have to, you know, set my, set my sights a little bit low on what I'm going to get done. 
but uh, I have, I've outsourced some things. So I have some, you know, design and graphic design outsourced. I outsource a lot of my programming, even the database work that I used to be, you know, do on my own. I realized that if I outsourced it, it would actually get done. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than just be, you know, an item on the list that seems to never go away. Yes, that was actually one of my happiest days when I found someone to do that programming. And I, and I, yeah, set up the job and he did it in about 10 minutes. And yeah, I, it was a big, big moment. So outsourcing and juggling, and it's definitely not pretty. I mean, it is a lot of like working in the gaps of my life, you know, when the kids go to bed and um, early in the morning. And, and I mean, it helps that I, I really, really love it. It really does help that I love what I do. So um, yeah, that makes a difference. But but it's not seamless by any means. No, I don't think it ever is. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. What has been throughout all these years? Uh, what has been one of the biggest challenges that you've had in being a businesswoman? And how have you overcome it? Oh, gosh, I think that that time that well, two couple things, I guess, time just managing my time is a challenge. And I don't I have not completely overcome that I, I'm getting better. And one of my challenges is, is that I have a lot of ideas. And so I love to start new projects. So I have, um, I, my, the best way that I've overcome that is I have a, a mastermind group mm-hmm. that really holds me accountable. And nice. they know that, yeah, they know that I'm like that. And they, you know, try to, to remind me, oh, remember your top priority is this. And why are you working on that? So that has been really great. And I've um, been in that group for about a year now. And it's it's been huge. It's been really helpful. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah. That shiny object syndrome is <laughs> neat. <laughs> Uh, I have the exact opposite. I have like, if there are two ideas going on at the same time, I freeze. I'm like, ah, I can't, I can't do it. Too many ideas. (laughs) That sounds good. I would think I would like that. (laughs) It can get you in a rut sometimes. And thankfully, because my husband and I own a company together locally, and thankfully he's a, he is a, you know, idea factory. And so, and I'm the like, hang on, hang on. That's 8,001 too many ideas. Let's stick with just this one right now. Yeah. So it's a good balance. Um, And he'll bring in fresh stuff that I'm not always, you know, that's not my natural state to bring in fresh stuff all the time. I have like one great idea a quarter. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, anyway, um, well, Alice, I really want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, lots of really good nuggets in here um, about, you know, what you've done along the way and how you've built the business, uh, all the businesses. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much. I'm I'm thrilled to be here and I wish you all the luck on your big labor. Thank you. Coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope it goes nice and smooth. womenrock.com forward slash 231 is where Alice's interview will be uh, along with the show notes, some cool quotes I got out of it and direct links to all of her website. So um, I hope you really enjoyed that. Remember, if you loved this interview and it's one of the many of the Biz Women Rock podcast interviews that you have loved, remember to go to iTunes and go subscribe. Make sure that you're getting the notifications all the time of when these shows are coming up. Um, And if you really, really love it, make sure that you put out a little rate and review it. um, All of those things combined really help us 
uh, get ranked pretty high in iTunes SEO, which helps us get a lot more exposure to other awesome business women like yourself who want to have access to these resources, want to have access to these stories. So I hope you really enjoyed this interview with Alice. I just thought she was so brilliant. And once again, the overriding moment and education for me is that just to really know your niche, don't be afraid to niche down, niche down, niche down, and know that there's a market for it. So once you're very clear on who your market is, you can continue to offer them products and services and whatever it is that you are noticing that they're needing. And it just so happens that in her particular market, none of this stuff existed. So um, just really, really brilliant. I love that she talked about the SAS model, this uh, software as a service model. If your particular niche market needs something, they need some sort of you know software that services them, you don't have to be the techie, but know that once you create that, it's a wonderful ongoing model. So uh, you know, to be able to have whatever monthly or annual revenue and automated uh, you know revenues that are coming in with people actually using the service over and over and over and over again. Great model. So, Uh, I always love to hear what you got out of this. So you can always catch me on Facebook within our private Facebook group, BWR Connect. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you got out of it. If there's an aha moment in here for you, let me know what it was. All right. I'll see you on the next show.